This is the exposition. Welcome back. My brothers and sisters of the white race in Louisville, Kentucky, your city is about to be descended upon by the NFAC, a black militia group with anti-white values who a lot of want violence. So, batten down the hatches, lock and load, and prepare yourselves. For the next 48 hours, your city will be under siege by an estimated 10,000 members of the and communists, also known as the NFAC. The head in charge of the NFAC, Grandmaster J, has ordered a full mobilization. That means every member from all quadrants of the NFAC will be in attendance. Let's try and get a head count. And as always, I will be praying for the safety of everyone involved. Yes, yes, welcome back to the exposition. It's a hot week in July. It's a lot going down. There's a lot I want to talk about. I was thinking about doing multiple different episodes to keep it short and brief, but I'm going to keep it short and brief anyway. We're going to address all this shit that's going on because I think it's all interconnected. So anyways, you feel me? We got a little bit to talk about with this uh, Chicago situation. Feds have been sent out here. And other uh, covert government institutions are out here. You got a funeral. They got shot up with 16 people. You feel me? Getting uh, hurt, shot, or killed at a funeral. A fucking funeral. You feel me? Where women, children, and people trying to bury their dead is that. It's fucking crazy. Fucking despicable. Fucking cowardice. But we gonna get into that. We also got uh, Grandmaster J of the NFAC marching down in Louisville. And for those that don't know, that's the Not Fucking Around Coalition. Started off as the Not Fucking Around Crew. Uh, from what I've been investigated, it seems three different uh, militia groups or uh, gun groups or uh, uh, gun clubs entered into a... Uh, single organization that they're calling NFAC. I don't know the names of the original groups. I'm not going to speculate on that. This is actually just speculation and hearsay that I'm hearing uh, because they have not been given out the information of how many members they have or when they started linking up and all of that, which is actually fucking smart. Uh, also, I feel like uh, these conversations uh correlate to each other and interweave together in some uh, interesting ways. But uh, one thing that I'm really liking that's coming out of this NFAC shit is these white folks are losing their minds. And um, let's get into some of that real quick. And then we'll be right back with our conversation and our dialogue. All right, all right. Hello? Oh. This is Grandmaster Jay. I'm speaking to the leader of the Not Fucking Around Coalition. How are you doing today? 
Mr. J. Hello, hello, Andy Bashir. Hello, Andy Bashir. I, I just want to bring my niggas into Kentucky. We, we ain't fucking around, you know. We, we, we're coming here with our guns, and 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 we want to tell you what what to do in, in Louisville, Kentucky. You know, you know what I'm saying, man. Okay. Well, I need stupid niggas to vote for me, so I tell you. I'll tell you what I can do. I'll, I picked out a place just for you, Master J. It's called Jefferson Square Park. It's located on Fifth Street in, in downtown Louisville. This is the shittiest place in the whole city of Louisville. It's the shittiest place in the whole entire state of Kentucky. There ain't nothing but bombs there. Everything's already been vandalized and destroyed by Black Lives Matter. It's the shittiest place in the whole state of Kentucky. And we can set up police barricades all over the place there and make sure that when you come here to Louisville, we're going to take care of you and make you comfortable there at Jefferson Square Park, where nobody is going to hear what you have to say except cops that don't care what you have to say and homeless people that don't care what you have to say. You can do your photo ops and lop around with your guns. Nobody nobody cares what you do there. I, I, I could do that for you. Both the First and Second Amendments could be on full display in Louisville this weekend if and when an armed black militia comes to town. WDRB's Chad Mills reveals why one Louisville leader isn't panicking. We will be descending on the city of Louisville, Kentucky on July 25th. That's the founder of yet another group planning a protest in Louisville to demand justice for Breonna Taylor. But this group isn't like others. Black boots. Black pants, black button-down shirt, black mask, shotgun, semi-automatic, or rifle. We are the NFAC. The group known as the NFAC says it won't be demonstrating or marching, but lining up a formation of armed black militia members, which the group did just weeks ago during a July 4th gathering at Stone Mountain, Georgia. According to media reports, Park Police called that gathering peaceful and orderly. This is going to be five times as many of us this time. Mobile leaders are already preparing. People have the First Amendment right to free speech, uh, but we coordinate with those groups to make sure that everybody is safe. Metro Council President David James and Attorney General Daniel Cameron conference called with the organizer known as Grandmaster Jay. What I understand is from talking to them, uh, they are very focused on the Breonna Taylor case. James says any group of out-of-state armed protesters is cause for concern, as well as the possibility of counter-protesters. But James said the First and Second Amendment rights, when practiced lawfully, apply to everybody. I do believe very strongly that they themselves will conduct a peaceful protest. The organizer told his members the firearms will only be used in self-defense. You want to get your brothers together and go down there and start ripping people out their damn house and shooting them like they used to do us, then you are no better than they are. We are a Edge Nation, this is your boy Edge, coming through with another banging video. 
before we get started, I want you to like, comment, and subscribe, and ring that bell to stay updated with the latest and greatest information. Well, today, I have some news to bring to you. The date's been set, time has been set. Louisville, Kentucky, Saturday, 12 p.m., July 25th. Without further ado, I'm gonna let the leader of the NFAC speak. Keep an open mind. I don't agree with everything he says or anybody for that matter on this planet. Hell, I don't even agree with myself sometimes. So, without further ado, let's get right to this. Then you need to be standing with us in Louisville uh, this Saturday, July 25th. July 25th, Louisville, Kentucky, 12 p.m., 12 p.m., and everything that we do has a meaning to it. Everything we do has been well thought out. We will be meeting at Central High School. If you don't know what Central High School is, that is the school that Muhammad Ali came from. That is the school that the great Muhammad Ali came from. Uh, we're going to rally right there. That means that you will show up, be processed, be registered, and so forth. And that uh, in the stadium to put you to because that's how large it's going to be, y'all. We're not playing around with y'all this time. And then we're going to go. We're going to go pay some people to visit. And we hope that uh, everything goes smooth. We pray that everything goes smooth. But when you are the tip of the spear of Yahweh, you go where the footsteps of the righteous are ordered because you have what. Courage. Let me take a quick moment to say, please don't DM me right now. I'm not, I'm on live. Why would you do some ignorant shit like that? These are the people we're going to filter out. I want all my administrators tonight, again, capture all names for blocking. I don't care if you've been with me since the beginning or if you just came on board. We don't do that here when I'm sitting right here talking to you. Don't throw anything in my damn DM. I'm going to block your ass. I don't want to hear no excuses. Don't go to your family members talking about, you blocked my uncle. Your uncle was an asshole because he didn't respect the rules of the house. You can't follow simple instructions. I hate to get on y'all like this, but ain't nobody never got on some of y'all before. That's our problem as a race. You always want to defend yourself as a person, but you don't know how to come together as a race. And I'm trying to pull us together. So follow the rules. Stay out of my goddamn DM. Courage. Let's talk about courage for a second. If you have courage, that means that you don't think twice about what you're going to do. You just do it. You make it happen. You have these qualities already ingrained in you. You don't have to learn them. You can't learn courage. Courage is something you either have it or you don't. Somewhere around chapter 21 in the ancient book of the gold bronze book from Egypt, it talks about courage. And before I go any further and dig into unpack courage, let me give y'all some more circumstances. So a lot of people asking me a lot of questions about can I bring this? Can I bring that? Do I need this? Do I need that? Let me clear it up. Body armor. Body armor, if you have it, make sure you have plates in it. Don't just wear the vest and ain't got nothing in it. Okay? If you don't have body armor, you don't have to wear any. But I think in this particular situation, if you can get your hands on some... Get your hand on some level three body armor. If you have Kevlar, the soft mesh kind, that's cool too. What I don't want you to do is take a chest shot and there's nothing to stop it from killing you. 
let's at least give you a fighting chance. In that particular instance, body armor is preferred. If you have it, just make sure you got your plates. If you don't, okay, well, that's a risk you're taking, but I, I can't make you have something that you can't get right now. Additionally, if you have uh, a pistol, sling holster, thigh holster, okay? And don't bring a weapon you've never fired before. I'm gonna shut a whole lot of y'all down. If you have a weapon and you ain't never fired it and you're not proficient with that weapon, don't bring your ass to our formation. This is not the learner school. This is not a fashion show. This is not a photo op. You did that shit last time. Additionally, um, I have to make some announcements here. I'm gonna go ahead and get them out the way too. Um, I, want, I want to let you all know that I have had Yes, I have had some conversations directly with the district, with the attorney general of, of Louisville. I actually spoke to him, uh, and there were some other folks on the line. And uh, I will let you know that the state of Kentucky does not want any trouble with us coming down for this particular reason. Uh, there have been some discussions where I have been made privy to some information. Uh, so they are willing to give full support and not try to antagonize the NFAC when they come to their state. So you're going to see pretty much the same level of cooperation that we had to muscle our way into in Georgia. See, in Georgia, they tried to fight us first until they realized they were outgunned. Then they got nice to us. The people in Kentucky are smart enough to make a phone call to the people in Georgia who told them they don't fuck around. So since it's gonna be five times as many of us this time, they have said, listen, we're going to work with y'all. It's cool. Y'all ain't going to have no problems. Y'all do what y'all do. We're going to clear shit out for you. You tell us what y'all are trying to do. We're not trying to. Listen, they are trying. I'm not going to I'm not going to beat these people down when all y'all want is some justice. And for all y'all who think we're going to go in there and burn the goddamn city down like somebody told me and go door to door and snatch people out and kill them. Y'all don't know what y'all own. If that's some shit you want to do, you do that. Stop waiting for somebody else to do something that you are not going to do yourself. You want to get your brothers together and go down there and start ripping people out their damn house and shooting them like they used to do us, then you are no better than they are. We are a militia, not a mob. So therefore, uh, the, the, the state of Kentucky... Uh, working along with the district attorney's office, working along with the police department, believe it or not, all the all the police captains, everybody has made it crystal clear that they are not going to interfere or antagonize the NFAC. They respect us. They know we're coming. They know why we're coming. So I want you all to come down there and follow simple instructions. Don't make yourself an example. So to, to clear up some things, let me talk a little bit about the law when it comes to weapons in Kentucky, okay? In the state of Kentucky, remember, Kentucky is, a, is what we call a constitutional carry state. If you don't know what a constitution carry state, that means that, that you don't need a permit. There's no permit that's needed to purchase a firearm from a private individual. There's no waiting period. There's no firearms registration in the state. Okay, open carry is legal in Kentucky without a permit for anyone at least 18 years of age that is not prohibited from carrying a firearm. If you know you're not supposed to have a weapon, this does not apply to you. 
It is now a constitutional carry state. So concealed carry is legal for anyone at least 21 who can legally possess a firearm. Don't y'all hear what I just told you? You don't need nothing to carry enough. We wild, wild west out this joint. That means that we gonna be wild, wild west. That means they gonna be wild, wild west too. And just cause you don't see a weapon, doesn't mean that they doesn't have one because they don't need a permit to carry concealed. So whatever state you come from, your carry concealed really won't be needed in this particular environment. That's why I'm letting all the members of the NFAC know, and I'm only going to say this once publicly, strapped up shorty, but do it correctly, okay? Rules of engagement don't change. We don't start nothing, but we finish everything. And y'all heard me say this before, no time will you aggress anyone who's not aggressing us first. You aggress us is self-defense all the way to the end of the alphabet, okay? But if we come down there, let us do what we're going to do. Let us go where we got to go. Let us do talk to who we got to talk to, get the answers we came for, and everybody should go home in one piece, and it'll be a great historical day. Y'all go down there with that bullshit, and when we run into some bullshit, it's going to be better than cable. I'm not lying. So... If you got courage and you can follow instructions and you want to be a member of the NFAC, which is a global organization now, then you come down in the proper uniform. You come down with the proper weaponry. You come down with the proper attitude and let us do what we have to do. This is what the people don't think that we're capable of. Okay? So I had to give you those things. So don't start asking me all these questions about, can I bring this? Can I bring that? Can I do this? You can bring any firearm. I don't mean, mean air rifles. I don't mean bows and arrows, machetes and all that bullshit. Firearms, okay? You're not going to bring a bow and arrow to a gunfight. Clown ass. I can't stand this clown ass shit. Anyway. So there you have it. This is the exposition. And now I've been uh, doing a little bit of research on this guy, Grandmaster Jay. Uh, apparently ran for presidential election during 2016. Ex-military guy. I first actually heard of him with the Stone Mountain thing that went down and everybody heard about. And that was a nice uh, symbolic show of force. That was cool. And this is a step up from what they did last time. They're actually going from where where some people might want some funk. People was talking shit last time. I've been doing a little research and there's lots of white folks on the internet Losing their fucking minds. And there's some on there talking big shit. They were talking big shit in Texas, but they didn't show up. You feel me? They stayed in their little area. They ain't want no smoke in Texas. I don't think they're going to want no smoke in Louisville. I really, really, really want to hit the road tonight and ride on down to Louisville. I think this is some historical shit that's going on. First and foremost, I've been looking for a group of individuals that are not fucking around. Because I ain't been fucking around. I'm trying to get all the fucking around out of my system and out of my motherfucking uh, 
out of my uh, repertoire, out of my uh, lived experience. Strictly business, baby. And I decided to take a moment and pause because I'm riding home right now. It's about uh, five something in the morning. And it's beautiful out here where I live at. I'm not going to even stunt. Over here, there's this little spot where there's this farmland and forest that. Right now, I'm riding past that, and there's nothing but uh, haze all over the ground. Uh, what do they call that? Fog. Yeah. It's very beautiful, actually. You got the sun coming up, and it's reflecting on, on that fog and pinkish blues in the skies. It's a good sunrise just coming home from work. take a moment to notice that but let's get back into this so yeah I like this Grandmaster J guy he sounds almost exactly like me except he has something that I don't about a thousand people behind him with some pistols that's ready to put in some work but as far as his dialogue and his talking points is uh Positions on community policing, his positions on de-police, his positions on wanting sovereignty for black people and reparations, his positions on dealing with black on black crime and black violence and poverty. You feel me? Uh, everything is kind of like just perfectly in line with my views. The only thing that this guy do that I can't really fuck with is this damn uh, Hebrew-Israelite stuff he be talking about. Shalom, my brothers. You feel me? If that's your get down. I've never really been a fan of the Hebrew-Israelites as I've moved here to Chicago. I've met a few brothers that I actually mess with that I get down with that subscribe to that belief. You know what I'm saying? I respect these people as individuals despite our... uh, disagreements in religion and theology and philosophy you know I think that we all have a common thread of being black and that's where I like to keep my uh, political ideology focused on is being black I don't really care if you're a nation of Islam Hebrew Israelite uh, if you're a follower of the comedic theology or philosophy you know if you're a Christian, if you're a, just an activist out here and you care about what's going on, I don't really give a shit, you know what I'm saying, what political organizations or religious organizations that you subscribe to. I have my personal ideologies and I keep those to myself. They uh, guide, well, I don't keep them to myself. I express them very much, but those are what guide me in my uh, movements, but just like I'm not a Christian, but I'm starting to understand the importance of not having extramarital affairs sexually, you feel me? We can reach the same conclusions by different means. You feel me? I don't have to follow your theology or your philosophy to agree with your end point, you feel me? We might have very different reasons for why we are out here theologically and philosophically 
You know what I'm saying? The things that we use to justify our actions and to give us strength and solace and spiritual uh, guidance might be different, but the end is the same. So I'm all good with all that. You feel me? I don't care about your personal beliefs. You want to believe in Yahweh? You want to believe in Allah? You want to believe in the ancestors? I really don't care. You feel me? About none of that. As long as you want to get out here and put in the work, we can discuss theology and sociology and all this other bullshit later on. Are you able and willing? Those are the most important things. And it seems like he got some brothers that is able and willing to ride with him. Unfortunately, given my uh, felon status, I will not be able to pick up a pistol or an automatic weapon and engage in this activity at this time. Unfortunately. You know, I actually very much want to be present, but I also have... I'm working six days a week right now to stack this paper because organizing and coming together is all good, but we all got to be on point individually. So right now I'm in the process of detoxing myself, getting off of this social media, not uh, engaging in the alcohols or sex and toxins in my body and really right now taking some time to get my mental, physical, and emotional in order so I can be running on all cylinders and be the best person that I can be in giving my contribution to this struggle and this is a lifelong movement for me so on one side I feel a little bit bad I'm not I really kind of want to call off of work and get down there and um, get involved with this movement right now but on the other hand I have my own personal responsibilities that I must uh, attend to. And with that being said, I'm going to attend to those responsibilities. I got to get myself in position. I got to get these uh, felonies expunged so I can become a licensed and legal owner of a uh, firearm. So I can participate on the level that I want to participate. You feel me? That being said, I'm definitely got an ear to the street on what's going on down here in Louisville. I'm going to talk to a few brothers that's down there. I want them to go down there and get in contact with and build a relationship and connection to the people down there. And I would definitely be following this organization myself. And I really, really, really do want to hop on the road today, but I just got off of a 11-hour shift. And it's 5 in the morning, and this thing is supposed to kick off at 12. I could really leave now. It only takes five hours to get there. I mean, four hours to get there, plus an hour in time difference. So I could really be there around 11, 12 when this thing's going to pop off, but I'd have had absolutely zero sleep in that time period, and I don't know how well I'd be able to function and be able to engage at this time, and I would also have to turn right back around so I could get to work on Sunday, get back to work on Sunday, so unfortunately, I would not be able to attend, but I am with you brothers in spirit down there. So yeah, this is not the end of this episode. This is just the beginning.
I done did a little bit of talking about what's going on, gave y'all a little bit of information. I'm going to get in contact with my brothers on the ground there. I'm going to do a little bit more research. Right now, I'm going to give y'all this uh, little clip of Grandmaster Jay speaking so you can get an idea, a feel for who the brother is. And then after I get some rest and get back up and I'm ready to uh, re-engage with you guys, then we can continue this conversation. Uh, This will be a few hours for me laying down and some phone conversations, but this will only take seconds for you. You know, you feel me? We'll be right back. This is The Exposition. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, uh, Antalos G on the line. What's good with it? What's up, fam? Tell us your experience with not fucking around coalition in Louisville yesterday. Uh, it was an experience. First of all, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was very beautiful to me, my wife and my son. We had a great time. It wasn't no problems. It was, um, experience, you know what I'm saying? Like my son said, I asked him, uh, how you feel about being a part of this? My son exact words was I am a part of this he said I grew up a part of this I was like god damn that I was that I wasn't sworn in that I was born in it he didn't even think about you know what I'm saying what I asked just said and I was like man dog I'm like that's my son that's the real shit though yeah for sure Ain't got a motherfucking choice in the matter. God damn it, shit. Hey, listen. How'd you feel about what the brother uh, Jam Master J? R.I.P. to Jam Master J. You feel me? That's the first Rest Jam Master J. Jam Master J. But how'd you feel about um Grand Master J? And what he was representing out there. Hey, man, he had some great words, some great shit to say, man. I'm not even going to lie, man. It was a beautiful speech. It was beautiful everything, but I had a problem with, you know, certain things, you know. I mean, when listening to the man's words, I hear uh, Dr. Claude Anderson. You feel me? I hear uh, the same thing I hear when I'm listening to Professor Black Truth. I hear the mm-hmm. same words that I hear when I'm listening to the Black Authority. I hear the same words that I hear when I listen to my motherfucking self. Like, the niggas sound like me outside of the whole Shalom business. You feel me? The Hebrew Israelite joint, I don't really mess with that. But everything else that he be talking about, I feel like is the same shit that I be saying. He talking about niggas need sovereignty, niggas need land and reparations. You talking about the history of black people and what's going on in this nation, you feel me? And I feel like right. 
we all on the same page outside of the Hebrew Israelite joint. So I don't really mess with that. I don't not mess with it. Whatever you do, they get you through the day. If it worked for you, it worked for you. You feel me? So I'm not against the Hebrew Hebrew Israelite niggas. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll stop this right here. They don't call themselves Hebrew Israelites no more. They call themselves Israelites. Israelites so, my thing is, y'all been spewing all this motherfucking mouth, right? And then y'all drop the Hebrew part. I don't under I don't understand where the fuck these motherfuckers is going. And then y'all based all y'all shit off of this motherfucking King James version of the fucking Bible. And this motherfucker was a fucking rapist, a motherfucking killer, all this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that. So you, get, you feel me? It's, it's how I look at it. Black folks is gonna have a nation. We gotta understand under, under a white motherfucker though. All I'm saying is if, if, if black people is gonna have a nation, we gotta understand that within this nation, it's gonna be different tribes. It's gonna be different sects. You feel me? You're gonna have your Christian brothers, you're gonna have your Israelite brothers, you're gonna have your brothers that study in the comedic history, you're gonna have people that's doing the Moorish science. You're going to have people that's doing the indigenous aboriginal, you know what I'm saying, uh, science or, or, or following that thinking that we were the original black folks that was here before Columbus showed up. And, it, and they ain't really messing with the, the Dane Callaways. They ain't really messing with the African slave trade. You feel me? They ain't so, saying it didn't happen. So, All I'm saying is, is that, that they because we got certain perceptions of each other. What I'm saying is that we got to learn to accept that people see things differently. Like there's integrationalist niggas that's out here right now that still want to try to make this system work. I'm a separatist. I don't think that this shit will ever work with us trying to motherfucking, you feel me, deep in my heart. Um, I'm, um, I'm kind of, uh, you know what I'm saying, I'm kind of slow. What is a separatist? Well, this, okay. Uh, I'll, well, you probably heard of it as a nationalist. You know what I'm saying? A black nationalist is what they would say, or a pan-Africanist. You feel me? So, so to me, a separatist to me is that I believe in separate but equal. I think that we should go back to that. You feel me? I don't want to be integrating with y'all no more. And I, 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 but, but my thing is, I don't want to speak for everybody. I'm saying there's people that still believe in that dream, and to my, and to myself, I still would like to believe in that. We all just human beings, white, black, red, yellow, Chinese, Hispanic, you know what I'm saying, Puerto Rican, uh, Arab, uh, Indian, from oh, India no. or Native American. I want to believe that we all could come together and set up society where we all could be, you feel me, at peace with each other and at least. That's a perfect, that's a perfect world. That's a perfect world. Yeah, it would never be in a perfect world. It would never, be no, never be no perfect world because black people got to learn to love themselves first before we get into any other motherfucking thing, you know? That's the point that I was coming to next. Before we can all come together and love each other despite our differences collectively, we got to learn to come together as black people and love each other despite our differences. And that's the point that I was right. getting to. I want to see the round table. You feel me? Well, we got representatives from all of these different groups. You feel me? Because I'm not a integrationalist. I feel like we've been here. The way I look at black folks is like a battered woman with uh 
was that syndrome they got where you feel me? You start to love the person that take you hostage. I can't remember the name. Um, um, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with that. It's a term. I can't remember. It's not coming to my top of my head, and I don't want to waste no more time on this because this ain't even the point that I'm trying to get to in this show. But what I'm trying to say it's, is, it's point, brother, is that we are like a battered wife that done been in this country so long, and we feel like we don't put so much into it, and we deserve. We refuse to leave, no matter how many times they fuck up, no many times they beat our ass, no matter how many times they kill us. We want to continue to believe. And then that's my question too. You know, like we built this motherfucker, so why the fuck should we leave? We shouldn't have no fucking consideration of leaving this motherfucker because we built this bitch. And a better relationship could have that same argument. They bought a home together. They raised kids together. They built this life together. But you getting your ass whooped every day. Yeah. You're happy in that home. Your kids is getting terrorized in that home. If you got to leave and go stay in that shelter, you can build another home. Hey, can I keep it 100 with you one second? Go ahead. I have none of these problems. I have problems, you know what I'm saying, with police and coming against our people and all this shit, all the injustice going on. I have a problem with that, but in my own home, in my everyday life, I have no problems. But when I see some shit going on, that shit fucked me up internally. So therefore, you know what I'm saying? I got to do something. I can't sit back and watch this shit just because I'm living good, just because I'm getting a paycheck, just because, you know what I'm saying? I can do these things for... Uh, do these different things for my family. We can go on trips. We can do this. I can spend money. You know what I'm saying? I can sit back and chill. I can actually enjoy life. But when I see some bullshit going on, my nigga, that's I'm a part of it. That's that's my people. It. I'm standing up. You from it. You know I, hey, check this out, Malcolm. Let me talk. I can actually sit back and enjoy my motherfucking life. I love playing Call of Duty. I love sitting back. I can smoke cigarettes. I can sit back on my porch and drink. But when I see some bullshit going on with my people, nigga, I got to step in. I don't give a fuck. Well, that's the thing, though. And I'm going no, to kiss them on their cheek. I'm going to kiss my motherfucking people. My mother, everybody. My mama here with me right now. Mama flow downstairs, chilling. She relaxing. I can kiss all my kids, nigga, and I can go out in a blaze of gunfire, nigga. I don't give a fuck, my nigga. This is what I'm going to say. What you're describing is the difference between being free and having social freedoms. What you described is you straight. You can go to work, come home, pay your bills, live with your family, go to Disney World if you feel like it. All that. You a house here or there. You got social freedoms. You got social mobility. You can move around in this joint and be cool. But you also is from the shits. So you understand that social freedom that you have, a lot of your people don't have. You feel me? Right. That you and that's the point of the division that we get into that divides us because there's a some of us that are able to be moderately successful in this system 
And then we look at everybody that's not able to do that like it's their fault. Like it's their fault. It's not the system that's set up. So the thing is, though, even though we can do all of those things, because I can, I'm good. But I understand that social freedom and social liberties are not the same thing as liberty and freedom. I can do things in this society the more money that I get. But what I can't never do is not be black. You feel me? Bill Cosby probably thought he was straight when he was running around talking shit about niggas. Y'all need to pull your pants up and y'all ain't from Africa, so why y'all got all them tattoos and piercings and if you just talk right and act right and you'll be straight. Look at me. Fuck them niggas. Fuck them niggas. That's what I said to them. Now look at him. Now look at his ass, nigga. Yeah, he thought that he could out, he could pay out, pay his way through his blackness. Because, like Michi said the other day, you feel me? If he was really, if it wasn't no race game out here, Bill Cosby would have been able to rape all them women and be free just like the white man is. That rape all these women and don't go to jail for it. You feel me? Not saying that that rape is okay. I'm not saying that it should be allowed to happen, but I'm saying white rich men rape women all the damn time and Harvey Weinstein only went to jail because of all the media attention and shit that's going on right now. Otherwise, his ass would still be free. Epstein hey, only Why we yeah. always got to question our black people and black groups that's out here trying to do justice for us? Can we jump into that? Okay, yeah. I want to get back, back on point. You get, get back onto the uh, conversation that we have. You feel me? So... You can forget about Epstein and Weinstein. You feel me and all that. Fuck them, fuck them niggas. But the point that you're making, I feel, is true. But it's the type of questioning that we do. You feel me? We question negatively, as in we question their character and their intent. When we should be, I say, question everything. You should question everything, including their character and intent. You feel me? And what's really behind this? Because we ain't questioning. Why should? Why should? Question that Black Lives Matter, but we don't run that organization. We ain't question Obama when he got in office. He was black. That was good enough for us. You feel me? So I feel like, you feel me, when we was doing the. uh, That's a part of symbolism, too, ain't it? Because uh, you heard when they asked uh, Mitch McConnell. Um, about agents in reparations, he said, we gave you Barack Obama. That's the most racist shit I ever heard in my motherfucking life. Get the fuck out of here. What you mean? They did give you Barack Obama. That's the shit. That's the hero of a fucking face of symbolism. So what I'm saying is niggas act like we elected Obama. Nigga, we 13% of the population and I would say that goddammit 65% of us don't vote. Right. Voting motherfucking shit is down right now. Registration is down right now. You feel me? We didn't put Obama in office. We helped. Hold on. We're getting we're getting off the subject, Malcolm. We are getting off the point. We're getting off the topic. But I'm just saying is why we got to question everything. So it is necessary to question these organizations. It is question. It is important to question who is this Grandmaster Jay nigga? Where the fuck did he come from? Who is these NFAC motherfuckers? Where did they come from? How did they develop? Right. Who's funding them? Where they getting their money from? What is their agenda? How does that impact us as a black people as a whole? Are they just coming down here and getting shit routed up for us? Because I did see a chick 
she had said that shit. She was like, oh, well, I don't want them to upset our white allies because we got to live here and y'all just coming down here. For Who the fuck give a fuck about a white ally? Who gives a fuck? We don't need no white allies. That was scared nigga talking. That was scared nigga talking. That was, don't come down here and rile these white people up and then y'all gonna leave and then we got to deal with them after y'all gone. No, when we when they motherfucking leave, we say fuck them and do what the fuck we gotta do. We build our own shit. You see these... Well, really, these niggas shouldn't have had to come down here to get y'all niggas riled up in the first place. Y'all niggas shit, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen it in Louisville. I done been down there. Niggas is getting it in, but not enough. Young niggas out there, college motherfuckers, you feel me? We need everybody to be out there. Because while I'm out there at the motherfucking uh, protest, I go back over off on 26. Niggas is out here barbecuing. Everybody out here at the motherfucking gas station partying and shit. The same motherfucking spot where they just came through and killed the nigga from the motherfucking barbecue. McAtee. McAtee. Out here kicking it. Yeah, McAtee. You think it's still fucking game? Yeah. I think it's David McAtee. I hope I, I hope I'm not getting it wrong, but I know for sure his last name McAtee, and I think his name is David. But the military shouldn't have had no motherfucking presence down there. They wasn't even fucking protesting or nothing. They was doing their own thing. And from what I've seen, a motherfucker has shot something at his niece. He had no motherfucking recollection of what of what the fuck happened, right? Hold on. Video on both sides. I seen the police video. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Side. He out the door. He was, he was in the he was in there. They was outside the, the motherfucking National Guard yeah. and the motherfucking police were coming down. They were shooting pepper spray bullets at niggas, it, telling them to get inside. Yeah. And they shot one at his niece, it hit her. She came inside. He went outside and shot a bullet into the air as a warning shot to let y'all niggas know stop fucking shooting pepper bullets at niggas. Then, then he they came out with his hands up and they killed that man. Yeah. He, shot, he shot in the air. You feel me? He didn't shoot at anybody. Right, right. I seen that. They were pepper bullets at niggas and he shot in the air just to let niggas know. Niggas, real bullets out here while y'all playing games fucking with people. Right. You feel me? Fucking with people. Right. Y'all need to motherfucking be over here chilling, eating barbecue, not bothering no motherfucking body. And y'all coming down here with this bullshit antagonizing niggas, shooting motherfuckers up this place. This ain't even where the protest is going on at. Protest is all the way on the other side of motherfucking town. Right. So why did why did they come over there? Cause that's the black neighborhood. Okay, can I? Um, the black lot. But they went to the black neighborhood to let y'all niggas know we gonna shut y'all shit down. Right. Niggas that wasn't even at the protest. Right. And that's my whole fucking. Point. Why don't they go? Why, why don't they go over there on Baxter Avenue or either? You know what I'm saying? The white people part of town in Louisville. No, they ain't go nowhere. None of that shit. They came right to our neighborhood and shut that shit down. And this is the whole fucking shit that pisses me off. Because just like you said, nigga, I'm good. Nigga, I make enough money at my job, nigga. I'm good, my but nigga. I don't... I'm good, but I'm not good. But um, can we take uh, can we take a couple steps into this uh, Brianna Taylor case? Yes, because I like you feel me. I got one question: Was anybody arrested 
is, 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 is first of all, we got two questions. First question is the NFAC still present in Louisville? Um, I'm not for sure, but I know that uh, Cole's place had gave them a um a place to stand down there last night, but I'm not for sure. I didn't go down there last night, but their presence is not here no more. Is uh, I don't know. I'm gonna just put it like that. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. I don't recall anybody got arrested. No, hell no. Not while they was down there. It was very peaceful. Everything was going straight. No, I mean no, no. Anybody at the function got arrested. I'm talking about any officers that was involved in the shooting. It was one nigga that was fired. No, you can't. Uh, but if I don't you, recall. The fuck we can get into it. Get, get to it. That's what I'm saying. Was anybody arrested? Okay, police, okay. Police. This is what was explained to us. Okay. Damn, it can go. It can go a lot of ways. It can go a, gentr- a gentrification way, or it can go a regular way. So I'm gonna go the regular way. Okay. They came in this woman's house looking for somebody who was already arrested. Kenneth, which is Brianna uh, Taylor's uh, significant other. Boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Fired a shot, hitting one of the officers. But we don't know which way it went. We don't know if the officers fired first or whatever. But hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Don't motherfucking hold on, man. Don't motherfucking disrupt me, dog. They going ahead, then nigga get to it. They end up shooting her eight times, right? The officer, the officer who got shot, they had medical attention on him and sent him to the hospital. They didn't give her no uh, medical attention at motherfucking all. Okay. For 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, for 20 minutes. So we're going to speed past that, right? Oh, my nigga, but you skipping Hold shit. Hold on. Though. What because did I skip? What did I skip? Because you got to understand is they tried to, like, the point that you said is and this is why this is important. Because the point they try to act like this nigga shot them first. Right, right, right. You feel me? But this is the thing. Hey, no, no, I in. put it in there, nigga. You just want to listen naked when they shot her dead yeah they didn't give her they didn't give her no medical attention at all no medical attention but check this out Malcolm that shot them back this is this is the problem that I have with their story because you you brushed over this because you try to say no I didn't brush no I didn't brush over nothing you ain't hers these motherfuckers are trying to say that you ain't heard shot shit yet. Retaliation, but this is my point. How did you shoot a motherfucker that was naked with no motherfucking weapon all them motherfucking times? And the nigga that shot at you, you didn't hit one time. Which makes it seem like, to me, the only logical explanation is that you came in that bitch, you aired her ass out, he shot back, then you got the fuck out of there. Because it doesn't make sense for you to come knocking on the door. Y'all bust in. He shot at y'all. No, and then you shot at It was a no. It was. They, they say. So the judge should be locked up too, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. It was a no knock. Hey, warrant. but you know but what, y'all though? Trying to say y'all- but you know what, though? I'm glad I talked to you about this situation because you bought that shit up, nigga. You like, no, nah, we're not going to skip over that point. Because goddamn it, she motherfucking was naked. 
did not have a weapon. Not at all. If I, this is a person, this is as a person that thinks logically. If I'm going into a situation, mm-hmm. if I'm the police, I kick these motherfuckers' doors in. A motherfucker shoot at me. Am I mm-hmm. then going to turn and then out my clip into the unarmed mm-hmm. nigga? Or am I going to shoot at the nigga that just shot at me? Your story don't make no fucking sense. Y'all full of shit. Y'all niggas is lying. Hey, Malcolm. It, hey, it gets. Hey, it gets. Murdered her. Hey, it gets, y'all didn't it gets deeper. It Malcolm, it gets deeper. They all because, because they gentrifying that area. Know, that it in. Malcolm, it gets deeper. They, they, the mayor, the mayor got on the police to get niggas to fuck up out of that area. Malcolm, it gets deeper. Go ahead. We'll break it down for these niggas that might not know. So, the officer that got shot, they gave him medical attention. They didn't give Breonna Taylor no motherfucking medical attention, right? Yeah. Then, I believe, then, for five to after, after they shot her, at, and it was 20 minutes before she had any uh, medical attention to her, but go ahead. Okay, so after that, right? The attorney general down here, I think his name is Daniel Cameron. General. Uh, the motherfucking um, the motherfucking mayor gave him the motherfucking case, which wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing in there. It wasn't shit in that motherfucker and told this motherfucker to deal with it. Make a case. Okay, so this is this, this is what I think is. Going hold on, on, Malcolm. Hold on, Malcolm. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Because this the part that makes me motherfucking mad than a motherfucker. Go ahead, then. This motherfucking mayor. Hey, can you um look on your computer real quick and say this mayor's name? Uh, what's his name? Um, just look on the fucking computer or nothing. I can't do it because we on a podcast right now. Baby, you talking about uh uh Fisher? His name Fisher some shit. Baby, can you look on your motherfucking phone real quick? Right, man, because we gotta get Greg Fisher. Greg Fisher. Hold on, baby. Greg motherfucking Fisher, right? Pass this nigga. Well, we're not gonna say nigga, we're gonna say this brother, Daniel Cameron. The motherfucking case, and it wasn't shit in it. The Brianna Taylor case, it wasn't shit in it, and said, "Nigga, motherfucking deal with it." It wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing in it. This is what brings me back to. I just want to bring out two other. uh, Don't say no bullshit, Malcolm. Nigga, I'm just bringing out two other motherfucking cases. They show why I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear no motherfucking other cases. I want to hear about this case right here. What we're talking about? And let me tell you this: these motherfuckers said that they uh. Oh shit! We just got. Some technical difficulties going on, but we're going to continue this conversation on. Hello. Hey, 
All right, we're going to continue this conversation on the uh, Chrome Cranium. The Chrome Cranium on your podcast, man. Yeah, we got disconnected real quick. Hold on. We'll be right back. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be right back on the Chrome Cranium. We got dis- disconnected. But, yeah. I'm very angry about all of this shit. And the whole motherfucking point is, nigga, I could be straight. I don't have to give a fuck about none of this shit. I can go to work, duck that coronavirus, collect my check. It ain't about that for me. I ain't in this for no paper. I ain't in this to try to get no name. I'm good. I like my isolated life by myself. I find peace. And you know what I'm saying? I'm disconnected from the world right now. I'm taking a little break. From everything. You feel me? I ain't on no social media. I ain't doing shit right now. I still keep my ear to the streets and me. I still know more about what's going on in a lot of motherfucking places. You feel me? The niggas that's there. But I'm disconnecting myself to get my inner peace together right now. But don't, you feel me? And I don't even really want to come out of this shell because it's good. I can go to work, live my life, pay my bills, hustle up, stack my paper, build me up a little business and be straight. But just like his son said, I'm born in this. I ain't got a choice in this. And that's why it incenses me when I see niggas out here still shooting each other. I see niggas killing women and kids. I see niggas still doing the same stupid shit. Like it's not a fucking game right now. And that's why I really feel the not fucking around coalition. You feel me? Because I ain't fucking around. But we're going to continue this conversation on the chrome cranium. This has been the exposition. Thank you all for uh, checking out what we're talking about. And we'll be back at you with another episode. This is To Be Continued.